Welcome back to Minions and Misfits, the podcast where we play as a bunch of nobodies in an extremely fantastical world. I'm Cam, your DM. I'm Sam. I will be playing the st- small vigilante stoat known as Vengeance. And I'm Rebecca. I will be playing the hapless wizard nerd, Thelka. You may notice that our third person, Dylan, is not here. Uh, mm-hmm. He was not able to make it for this particular episode. So today we will be revisiting the tales of Thelka and Vengeance in one of our favorite side series. This time we will be playing a one-shot adventure called A Tower Darkly. Another illegitimate one-shot. Yes, Huzzah. another one of our illegitimate one-shots. Um, although this could end up being a two-shot uh, who knows? Um, so I've run out of, I've run out of extremely short adventures to do for Thelkin Vengeance. And but... it turns out scheduling times to record with four different people with four different kinds of jobs is difficult. Right. So without further ado, let's jump into a tower darkly. But first. We're going to uh, roll you guys up some new uh, spell words. Instead of replacing the ones that we got for you last time, we're just going to add to them so you get more Ooh. flexibility. So I'm keeping uh, Vibrant Feast, right? Yes. So each of you, this time, we're just going to have each of you roll on roll once on each of the three tables. So uh, Vengeance, you've got your dice at hand. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll a d20 followed by another d20. Ooh, a d20 and d20. Oh. d20. Yeah. I got a six and a six. I don't like that. <laughs> Ominous. You're only two-thirds of the way to... Oh, wow. Huh. Haunting. <laughs> Haunting? Ooh. Yeah. And then roll me a d20. D20 on uh, actions. Six and a one. I didn't get another six. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, drain. Oh. Drain. Spooky. So in this, just to remind any listeners or anyone who hasn't listened before, unlike a lot of RPGs or tabletop RPGs, in this game, your magic spells are individual words that you can combine for different effects. So I have vibrant, feast, haunting, and drain. So I think I can have uh. some fun with those. Yeah. Now roll one more time for objects. Another six. I'm doomed. And a 17. Six and a 17. Uh, flute. Mm. Yay. That's a nice, pleasant one. All right. And then we'll do the same thing for Thelka. Roll oh d20. And another d20. That's a three. And a four. Three, four. Three, four on the descriptions table is distant. Distant. Another two d20s? Yes, for actions. Nine. Sixteen. Nine, sixteen is... Hasten, H-A-S-T-E-N, as in to make quicker. Mm -hmm. Four. 
15. 415 is crown. Ooh. And that's an object spell word? Yes. Awesome. So you've each gained a new object, action, and description spell word with which to get creative. Now that that further ado is done, let's get to a tower darkly. open on a moor for those of you who are not familiar with landscape terms a moor is just sort of a sparse it's it's larger than a less yeah (laughs) but oddly enough there is a lot less stuff on it than your average (laughs) landscape Uh, it's just sort of a uh, grassy wasteland sort of picture just sort of a dry not quite marshy but wind blown kind of gloomy it's always kind of moist what you're trying to say is if you're looking for more don't go to a more if you're looking for <laughs> no. more go to a city not the yes. more it's a or sad like wet a cold grassland yeah yep. often dank is it misty on this particular occasion uh, there's some mist. Yeah, there's a little bit of mist. Are we Maybe walking a haze or two. dramatically through the mist like Mr. Darcy in um, Kira Knightley's Pride and Prejudice? I <laughs> think I think Thelka and especially Vengeance like to think that they look like that, but in actuality are kind of just like uh, bickering about something. I imagine Thelka is wrapped up in a coat like Mr. Darcy's. And very big boots that she sunk almost to her knee in mud in. <laughs> she's like it, slurping one foot out. Yeah, it's just very much more uh, gawkily, just sort of stumbling your way mm-hmm. through the uh, through this moor. And Vengeance, who is in fact a small stoat, which is basically a weasel, uh, is kind of like curled around her neck. All right. Also wrapped in her scarf that she got on the first adventure. Right. Ironically, he's curled around her neck for war- warmth, not the <laughs> other way around. <laughs> Keep a lookout, uh, child. He whispers. It's really hard to see anything through all this mist. And I keep up to watching where I step in case... Oh, and she like sinks in up to her hip. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for one of those. Um, what's strange about this moor, though, is that at least 15 minutes ago, you were not in a moor. You were just walking along the road. It was actually pretty sunny. You could have had a picnic if you had considered it. Uh, but now, here you are, out here on this blasted heath. Uh, skies clouded over like a big, giant blanket of cotton that's been dipped in the water that you see on the side of the street. Ick. 
that's a, that's a visceral and he kind of like raises he raises his his hands which have little knives strapped to them suspicious mm. guys child and the only thing that you see besides just flat grassy ugliness is a tower darkly looming to your i guess southward i'm pretty sure that place is haunted he said the thing oh my gosh he said the thing it's the key word of the the adventure she pulls out a little pamphlet (laughs) i think this is where we're supposed to go yeah it says enter right there oh Oh no, I don't know like the look of that. And he kind of points to another part of the page that's unseen to the audio audience. I bet it's haunted, <laughs> she says with a big smile. I'm totally going to die here. <laughs> There's like a, uh, in like the Looney cartoons. Looney Tunes cartoon where there's just like this big evil castle with a neon sign on it that's <laughs> blinking mad scientists. <laughs> Well, or it's a, a series of signs with different arrows and fonts that all say, follow this to the adventure. <laughs> well, even if it doesn't have the, the artifacts or things we're looking for, it's drier than out here. It'll be more dry. And he puts on his shiny silver yeah! helmet. <laughs> which means he's now he's no longer yeah! Baguette the, the stoat. He's now officially Vengeance. He is fury. He is the night. He is vengeance. 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 Can I rub the knives against each other? The forks against each other? I was going to say, did he switch from forks to butter knives? Ooh, did I say knives a minute ago? You did. Oh, no. No. Heaven forbid. He has forks strapped to his hands. Sorry. They were knives. He'd hurt himself. Butter knives would just be disappointing. Vengeance. Much like cheese on a slice of baguette mm. is best served cold. Ching-ching. And it's freezing out here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you guys uh, sort of make your way to the tower. It's very easy not to get lost on a moor because it's just featureless. Mm. Um, the door is not guarded. It doesn't appear to be locked either. It's sort of cracked open. He kind of leaps from Felka's shoulder onto the doorknob and he kind of rides the door open. <laughs> Felka will just kind of peek inside. Her long hair is kind of like pulled back in a bun and her big old coat is just too big for her and her boots are all muddy and she just kind of like leans in. You see like anything? leaning. The heavy boots are like, the boots with all the mud caked on them are just holding you up. So, <laughs> so she like Michael leaning. Jackson leans. <laughs> yeah, she's just Michael Jackson leaning around the door. Vengeance, I'm I'm trying to step in, but I can only lean. Do you see anything? Uh, does he see anything? He does. You're standing in a foyer, a grand entryway festooned Ooh. with stolen banners and sundered shields. Shields. Um, at the other end of this grand room, probably a hundred feet away, you see a bunch of, uh, let's see, let me see exactly how many, one of you roll me a D6. Three. Oh. All right. You see a trio of guards 
Uh, you can't quite make out anything that they're saying or if they're saying anything. Um, if they are, it's sort of under their breath. And they don't seem to have noticed you yet. It seems like guards. this tower is occupied. I guess we should knock. I have an idea. After I disappear, you knock. And okay. I'm going to cast Haunt. Which, is <laughs> which, which means I'm going to just kind of like disappear into the room unseen. You are the okay. ghost. That uses uh, one single word spells use half a spell slot. Ooh, so sweet. just mark off half a spell slot. More and I'm going to float near the guards, like, opposite Delka. So I'm okay. a, so the guards are kind of between the two of us. Can I hear anything they're saying? Uh, they appear to be completely insane. They're just sort oh. of gibbering to themselves. Um, not, in, not in any kind of, like, dead or weird language, but just, like, nonsense phrases. Just Something like... Talk- Oh, I think the sequels were the best of all the movies. I mean, The Last Jedi made some really good. Uh, Rise of Skywalker made some great plot decisions. Yeah, oh, just I, I agree, George. Yeah, I think uh, Finn is the best utilized character Star Wars has ever seen. They didn't throw away his character arc at all. He was definitely not done dirty by Disney. A- absolutely. You know what? In fact, when I show my kids Star Wars, George. I'm just going to skip all the original ones, and we're just going to start oh, the yeah. sequels and not go anywhere else. Oh, yeah, except for all the Jar Jar right. Binks scenes. Just going to keep oh. all of those without oh. any context. Oh, well, you got to keep those, George. You got to keep, keep the Jar Jar. All hail Darth Jar Jar. All hail Darth Jar Jar. All hail Darth Jar Jar. Right, so they're, they're saying all of this stuff verbatim, and <laughs> you don't understand what any of it means, but it makes you feel like you're going insane. <laughs> Um, can I go ahead and touch two of the guards and cast Drain? Sure. What are you trying to drain from them? Life. <laughs> How about energy? <laughs> Not <time>. energy. <laughs> do you have, um, uh, do you have either of those as a noun? You could drain, drain. feast oh, and make them really I, hungry. <laughs> I can drain vibrant. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. So I will cast that, I guess, twice, right? Or just once? Um That would be one. Yeah, we'll slot, we'll right? We'll call it twice if you're gonna cast it on two oh, of them. That's true. Alright. Okay. Uh roll wisdom. And this is a D twenty. I'm trying to get under my wisdom score, correct? Yep. And my wisdom score is 18, so this should go well. I got a 2, so I succeeded by 16. Woo! Nice. Succeeded extremely well. I like to imagine Um, partway through him casting the spell, Thelka is going with their plan and starts knocking. Okay. They uh, each take, we'll say, D6 hungry damage. (laughs) Or no, sorry, you drained vibrant, not feast. Mm -hmm. Uh, They take D6 vibrance damage. Six. Nice. Nice. Yeah, they suddenly are just like, like moving really sluggishly, like acting sluggishly. They're even talking slower. I don't know, man. I think that uh, we should have given Ryan Johnson another trilogy. (laughs) And when you knock, the uh, third guard, the one that doesn't 
the one that didn't get drained sort of like slaps the backs of the heads of the other two. And they fall over. <laughs> right. Yeah. And instead of waking up, they just sort of topple over. Um, he says, um, what would a, what would a crazy Star Wars guard say when somebody knocks at the door? What would the Star Wars guard version of who's there say? It must be sand. I hate sand. General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> and Belka peeks in. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he just sort of spouts some more uh, nonsense and brandishes his weapon at you. Oh, it's one of these kind of towers. Right. Um, are the two guards who are with him, are they like uh, dispatched or are they still there? Uh, there we'll call them dispatched. Okay. Thelka would um, like to use her scarf, her magic scarf, to use sculpt snake, um, and sculpt a snake of stone from the ground to wrap around a big old python and restrain this third guard. Okay. So you're sculpting it and then sending it at him, or sculpting it on like from a distance. I was thinking from a distance, but if it would be better like if it would make more sense to you uh dungeon master for her to sculpt it there then that is what she shall do um uh sam you're our 5e expert sculpt stone you still you have to touch the stone that you're sculpting right Ooh. um if you feel i i don't know but i feel like if you okay. think she has a good general knowledge of the element of stone then i would probably have her not touch it but if you think it's something where she has more rudimentary knowledge then have her touch it i would also say which do you think would be cooler and more fun for the story um the answer to both of those is that i think sculpting it with your hands is cooler i also think Thelka's whole deal was having a rudimentary knowledge of many things <laughs> i have a partial knowledge of many things she'll squat like down and just go approximate knowledge of <laughs> and start sculpting feel... just like pulling the stone up like it's putty and she's just like rolling you just a do that snake thing that you do play <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. but then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. <laughs> until it's like this uh, until it's, or it's just smaller. long it's it is a really long hallway python. yeah like it was like a hundred foot hall so you got some time <laughs> Right. <laughs> the guy's running and Again, stops he's... halfway through to get his breath. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, the. Uh, oh, oh, I'm gonna kill you. It's like uh, Monty Python when Sir Lancelot is running up to the castle, but for really far away, so the camera just keeps cutting back to him the same distance away a bunch of times. Um, but yeah, eventually you do make a snake that's big enough to wrap around a person. Um, one of you roll me a d100. I'll do it. I'm making you guys do all the dice rolls because I forgot to grab my dice on my way upstairs. Yeah, dice. Uh, that's a 1 and a 10. What does that make again? So an 11. Okay. An 11. I know how to read dice. Shifty eyes. <laughs> my job is to make as many people learn how to read d100s as possible <laughs> in my lifetime. A noble quest. Um... So, yeah, we'll say the uh, the snake sort of, like, gets to him, and he sort of he starts freaking out and, like, running away from it. And it sort of directs him down the, uh, the hallway. And as soon as he 
stops like looking he like looks back at the snake to see how far away it is and steps apparently in the wrong place and falls through the a false tile in the floor oh no save him snake no Can the snake yoink him not that way not not gwen <laughs> Yeah, that's, oh that, no! Uh, roll me another D100. <laughs> I guess tonight's the night for me to make pop culture references. Uh, 45. Hmm. That feels like a Gwen Stacy number. <laughs> or uh, we'll soften it up Ooh, a little bit. Can so I, th- I have an um, idea. Can, so so uh, Vengeance is going to run over and try to grab the guy's hand, and he catches the guy's hand very loosely, and the guy just says... We don't win by killing what we hate, but by defending what we love. <laughs> and he kind of drops. <laughs> His glove just slips off. Yeah. <laughs> vengeance is just holding a glove. Which, to be fair, <laughs> Vengeance is... Well, he has 17 strength, so I guess he's, he's yeah. actually pretty good. But yeah. for a stoat, you know, getting that, me- that much time is pretty impressive. I imagine okay. the stone snake then, and Vengeance, like, looking as he falls, as this, as this hapless guard falls. And then they look at each other. I've, I like the idea that Vengeance grabs him and then he he says that and Vengeance <laughs> lets go. He's just like, he's just like, oh yeah, and he just lets go. In like a minute, I, I hope that like we hear the sound just whoop, that like from Monty Python where the conversation yeah. continues until he hasn't hit the ground yet. Just right. Um, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. And the other two are just snoring. Just, yeah, they're just kind of knocked out. Um, so, yeah, there's... Um, now you know there are trapped tiles on this floor in between the entrance and the uh, the large set of double doors on the, uh, the opposite end of the hall. Velka will very carefully test the floor as she goes to catch up with Vengeance. Okay, so you're just sort of like creeping along and just poke poke, like pounding, like pounding your fist on them to see if they collapse. I was thinking she was like reaching a foot out and like tapping it with her heel, and slowly putting her weight on it, just very slowly, <laughs> like r- like really slowly putting her weight on it for like thirty seconds, and then it finally collapses, and she like scoots over <laughs> to the next one and does it again until her stone snake just like like stone surfs through the floor and then up onto the wall and just kind of provides a handhold for her so she'll like walk along the wall holding the snake okay can I, i'll rule that it can do that cool can that's I, an interesting solution can i haunt over just like go ghost mode <laughs> yeah i was gonna say vengeance probably does not weigh enough to set them off anyways mm-hmm. i'm invincible but that guy wasn't He, that's when he fell. That's when he hit the ground. <laughs> been listening at home. It took a while. All right. So you reach the double doors. Um, they are huge. And also, now that you're at the other end of the hallway, you can see that they've been barricaded up from this side with a bunch of busted up furniture and the bodies of some other guards. Oh, no. Mm. What do you think has happened here? Guards gone crazy talking about oh, whatever they're talking about? A barricade? Abominations. 
when you're talking about abominations. Um, One of the guards just mumbles the best line. Somehow Palpatine has returned. Partnering with partnering with Fortnite was a great <laughs> marketing move. And one of one and vengeance just goes, "This is madness." And then another guard pokes his head up and just says, "Amazing, every word you just said in that sentence is wrong." And then just just gonna like throw part of the cha- part of it like a broken chair at him, like no. Nah! Okay, I think we should get out of here. He just like grabs him and chucks him down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that door's barricaded, right? Yep. Does it seem like anything's been trying to get through it? Uh, no, there doesn't. As far as you can tell from this side, there doesn't seem to be any like splintering or anything like that. Um, can I cast Haunt to poke my head through it? Mm, sure. Like I, I got like a I I realized it would cast it would cost probably another casting of it just like go ghost head through it. Yeah, it's another half spell slot. Yeah. All right. Um, you poke your head through it and you see a ma- another massive room. This is clearly the feasting hall. There's a long straight table with dozens of seats and a large um, like well appointed chair at the head of the table on the other end. Um, there are seven guests, quote unquote, slumped in chairs, like slumped over onto the table. Um, the seat at the head of the table is empty and there is, uh, a meal set on the table, um. It seems strangely fresh. There's no, you don't see any like flies buzzing around the food or anything like that. Ooh, okay. Uh, there's some f- it's there's no flies on the there's some flies on the bodies, but there's nothing touching the food. Because it's um, McDonald's, can he poke his hand through rot. with this with this hot spell, or does he have to cast that again to poke his hand through it? Uh, we'll say you can keep. Uh, we'll say it affects your whole body. Okay. Or, uh, he's gonna just cast flute then. And conjure a flute in his hand and throw it spear like at one of the bodies. <laughs> it won't do any damage, but it's more of just a, like a little poke. Yeah, it uh, it, it goes through like, the air just. Yeah. And it uh, hits one of them on the shoulder and just bounces off onto the floor. And there's uh, no reaction. Mm. What do you Person's see? Person's either asleep or dead. I think we got some zombies, and he kind of like does the uh, the what? What's this called? Oh shoot! I should know this. Hang oh, ten, hang ten, right? It's hang ten. Oh, there's a name for it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Vengeance just goes. We honestly, he has forks in his hands. He would go. We had zombies, and kind of goes shing shing. It's called the shaka. Shaka. I was right. I'm impressed. Yeah, How did that's, I know that's that? What, Who knows? <laughs> that is what Vengeance does, and then he starts kind of like trying to push away pieces of furniture to get inside. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, it takes some time. Uh, you're sort of having to carefully pick over it to make sure that none of it collapses on you like a uh, messy Jenga tower. Oh. But after about 
we'll say 20 or 30 minutes, you guys manage to get it to where you can open the door. <gasps> in that time, nothing in the feasting hall has moved. Um, and you can take a look now at the sort of far wall. You can see there's some sort of well-decorated, opulent-looking spiral stairs leading upwards. There's a small door at the back that looks like it could lead to a kitchen. And then there's a door uh, sort of on the right-hand wall towards the back that looks like it has a large padlock on it. Velka would like to quietly approach one of these slumped people and carefully reach out and put a hand on its neck and try to feel for a pulse. There is none. She would like to cast Hasten Cadaver to All right. um, just... That's so cool. I think there's yeah, like really a D&D &D cool. spell where it's like just insta-decompose. Yeah, she'd like to go ahead and, and let this body rest. And Okay. Yeah, so you're you sort of hasten the um the decomposition process and it's just sort of uh that's actually still it's quite off putting to watch an entire decomposition process take place in the space of like thirty seconds. Is the body just sort of like the flesh essentially just melts off of the skeleton <laughs> or just mm. sort of I mean, yeah, because it it doesn't really like bodies don't really turn to dust. Mm. They just sort of get gobbled up. Get yeah, get eaten by bacteria. I and imagine things. like fungus and moss. Yeah, um, I don't know if moss eats. You flesh. see, like, uh, like maggots hatch and eat uh. and mature and go through several life cycles in the span of this like thirty seconds. You know, I I really thought that might be a bit more elegant, and I mean I'm I'm glad that it's resting now, but I also think I'm gonna lose my lunch. Is there anything else? Uh, can she take a look at this food? What's up with this food? She does not want to touch it. Uh, so it looks, um, it's your kind of typical medieval style feast there's um like trenchers of bread with uh some uh like simple vegetables like root vegetables um potatoes carrots uh there's some like a stew of beef and things like that um while she's looking at that can i cast um drain haunting on an on the body at the end of the table uh drain there is no body its ability at the end, right? yeah there's, there's no body there's no body at the end of the table or nor there's an Just empty seat for seats. you um hmm. in the backpack he's gonna sit there what happens okay <laughs> vengeance no um uh, nothing happens uh, let's see though. Nothing happens until you... he looks at his table of bad things. He comes to roll me a. One of you roll me a d6. For the table of bad things! Three! Roll your consequences, Sam. 
Uh, no, there's actually, this is actually kind of a good thing. Good um, consequences. So attached under the table, you see like a little sort of shelf, almost like the kind of little shelf that you would have your computer keyboard on that slides in and out. Ooh. And on it, on it is a, a grimoire, like a Ooh. kind of a spell book kind of dealy. Ooh, goody. What did you find? He kind of he gets it. He puts it on the table. Just a a book. Bulka rushes over. Let's see what's in this sucker. And he kind of opens it up. A uh, a chill wind kind oh, of no. blows through the open window, and you just hear like a voice on the wind go, "Nerds." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought it was going to say something I didn't know, and that would terrify me. No, that's fine. Instead, it just hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hush, child. The, the wind is a jerk sometimes. <laughs> uh, I really want that on a t-shirt now. The wind is a jerk sometimes. <laughs> uh, what, does, what does we see? Did we get more um, spills? It's... Yeah, you do. Uh, you each take about know 10 minutes of flipping through the book um each of you roll a d3 to see what kind oh of words you, you learn a d3 one. i have one okay. of those but not here in the booth i'll roll this d6 and the numbers will just be the first numbers okay so that's a four so it'll be a one a four would be a two i was thinking like one two three and then Four, five, six would just be one, two, three again, but yeah, it's one. Two, I was, I always counted one, two, three, four, five, six. Divide by two and round up. I'm confused by numbers. The wheels are turning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, vengeance, you get another description, and Stelka, you get another. Uh, object? I love was, objects. No, action. Action was number two, sorry. So uh, each of you go ahead and roll your d20s times two. You boy. Or d20s twice. Two, two. 19 two, and 15. Two. Okay, so a two, two on the. Well, we'll do 19 and 15 since I'm here in the objects. 19 and 15 is vertical. Ooh. And. 2-2 two, two on the object, or the actions, is Astonish. Ooh. I'm going to cast Astonish. Boo! <gasps> ah! Astonish, go. Ha! Ah. Isn't that like a Pokemon move? Yeah. It is. That's why I see a it's little Pokemon turning around and then going, blah! It got more powerful in recent generations, I've found, actually. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Next campaign, Pokemon. That Mystery so Dungeon. Cool. Team Rocket. Actually, yeah, uh, Team Rockets. Another podcast that I love a lot that I won't name because it would get them in trouble. Got in trouble for running a Pokemon uh, D&D game. Yeah. So. Because Nintendo, Nintendo is, is possessive. very litigious. I will say no more. Digimon. Yeah, let's not <laughs> Let's not push our luck with having a uh, a Disney inspired campaign and a Pokemon and a Nintendo-inspired campaign. It is a J.M. Barry-inspired campaign. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Peter and Pan is public domain. Public domain. 
Yeah, Disney. You can't take everything. <laughs> They're going to try. Yeah. Um, right, so you're still in the feasting hall. There's the st stairs leading up. There's a door at the back and a door on the back right that's locked mm. with a giant padlock. In the words of my new spell, I think we should go vertical. His animation cell just slides <laughs> upwards. <laughs> Belka has so to you're... take the stairs. He'll he'll probably uh, take the stairs with her. Yeah, I was gonna say that <laughs> doesn't actually do that. Just bumps him against the ceiling. Just just keeps bumping his head. <laughs> Ow. Has to turn Ow. it off. And, uh, let's see. So going up to. All right. So this staircase leads up into the gallery, a grandiose hall full of paintings and statues dedicated to uh, a nobleman, presumably the Duke of this castle and his many exploits. Many exaggerate real events. What are what are uh, some events we see? Well, you you see him fighting single-handedly against like 10 or 15 sort of, uh, I don't know, soldier-looking guys. Uh, yeah, two dragons. There's one where he's fist, like he's got two dragons in headlocks. Um, <laughs> That's very unrealistic. There's one that shows no, no, no. him, like... He's got a point. There's one that shows him with like a, uh, like an archivist kind of medieval style rifle uh shooting shooting something off the top of a mountain in the distance i don't think that's been invented yet here i mean it looks like he's just pointing a stick and something's falling it seems logical to me yeah a stick uh-huh <laughs> uh oh no sorry trumpet it's a trumpet trumpet sounds do make things fall he if is blowing so enough. hard out of his armpit that someone on an accompanying <laughs> mountain explodes. Uh, there's a, there's one that kind of seems kind of lame compared to the others, but it shows him skipping a rock like 25 times across a lake. <laughs> oh, no, that's just not believable. There's no way. I've only ever been able to get three times. This is madness. Uh, Thelka, roll me a d3. Three. Okay, so you see uh, one of the tapestries on the wall is sort of um, bulged outwards a little bit. On closer inspection, you see three pairs of boots uh, kind of sticking out from the bottom of it. Thelka will walk up and just kind of like motion like to be quiet and then point down at the feet to vengeance and say what do you think about this tapestry hmm shing shing he gets out his two knives I think it's very cool he kind of like stabs Wait, no. at two of the figures <laughs> the whole wait are these adult sized boots or these like they're adult sized boots okay, yeah. I was like, he doesn't want to kill children but adults he's willing to Kinda They're threatened. children they like in the... adult boots. No. <laughs> <laughs> he boot too big. <laughs> they uh, they 
look like the boots that those guards were wearing at the uh, the entryway. What sounds do they make when I impale the people wearing them? With forks, with dining forks. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not going to do a lot just poking them with forks, but they sort of like spring out from behind the uh, the tapestry. They're just like, ah, oh, don't hurt us! Don't hurt us. You can't win by hurting what you hate. <laughs> <laughs> Falco's like, you can't win by and Vengeance uh, just brandishes the forks and it's like, don't finish that sentence. Falco's holding him back as best she can. <laughs> I'm tired of your nonsense. She's like holding him to her chest and he's like, like just cartoonishly like scrambling his forks around. <laughs> Eventually he just stops and he's just sort of hanging limp. <laughs> it's like his, his long stoat body just like doubled over. Um, I'm, I'm Please so- don't hurt us. I'm sorry. We don't want to hurt... Um, I don't want anyone to get hurt. Uh, hi. Tell us What's... what the deal is or else I will turn you into a flute. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know what that, that means, but. Shh. He kind of puts his hand, his paw with the fork on it over his mouth. <laughs> the next I imagine. Out of your mouth. Better be explaining this. Or else you will have a flute for your head. I imagine this shot. He's like trying to talk around, <laughs> around Vengeance's hand. I imagine this shot is just like the man's uh, profile of this guard's face. And then like uh, Vengeance comes into frame with Thelka still holding him. Holding <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, you still, you can't see anything of Thelka besides her hand. Yeah. Just holding him, holding him into frame. The shot is just cut really close. <laughs> Then she pulls him uh, back just a little bit so he can talk. She, I don't know, man. The 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 Duke and like a whole bunch of the other guards all just went crazy one day. The oh, Duke no. he poisoned he poisoned all of his guests and then locked himself up in his room and we haven't seen him since then. Well, maybe we can help. Hungry? For not poisoned food. Listen, if you can get us out here alive, we'll do anything you ask. Oh, oh well, we that's, can do that. That's all oh, right. Kid. We have done that at least twice. We just God, want to help and find some interesting things. Uh, the uh, the tapestry that they were hiding behind, which now has a couple of fork holes in it, um, Six appears to be appears to depict the Duke and another man that looks quite similar to him. Um, you would guess perhaps they are brothers. Um, it's It seems the most realistic out of any of the, uh, mm. the artwork that you've seen in this gallery. Um, and if this, uh, this other person is still alive, or if there's even any other people around here, you'd think that this work might uh might fetch some amount of money not anymore (laughs) i've devalued it this is now i forked it up (laughs) it's gone from mint condition to very good condition (laughs) this is probably a precious family heirloom 
that one of the guards is like, yeah, that's the Duke and his brother. Did he is die? his brother around? Was he poisoned downstairs? No, he's got his own castle up uh, north of here. Well, we'll see if we can help the Duke. Uh, and if not, I guess we'll um, help all of you. You know, and... <laughs> she kind of, like, gestures a little, like, you know, <laughs> little... Um... um. Vengeance is looking back at Thelka, then back at the guards, then back at Thelka, then back at the guards, and he's not realizing if they're taking a social cue, so he's just saying, we will kill him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. That's cool, man. We just want to get out of here in one piece. Yeah. Which way is he? You guys stay here. Um, We'll leave you with a snack, and yeah, point us in the direction of the duke. They like point you through. There's a set of open doors at the other end of the hallway leading into the library. Um, oh, yeah. There, there's a there's a staircase in the library. It goes up to his room. Belka will pull out some snacks, some like granola, and leave it with them. <laughs> and also, she still has some of that fancy rum from their last adventure, and she'll pour them each a little bit and say, just enough to help with the nerves. They slight knock it back. They start eating the granola, and they're like, wait a minute, this isn't granola. This is just hardtack that you've crumbled up into a bunch of pieces. <laughs> oh, I got them mixed up. I'm sorry, we gotta go. It's just like, they're, they're just, Felka and Vengeance are just like, they're already all the, gone. Already, already through the door. They're just like, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Enjoy the snacks. I guess I left the granola at home. Uh, we want to get to the stair though, because our goal is this guy's gone mad. We need to. Yeah, he's he's I... killed lots of people. We either need to fix him or fix him. <laughs> I think uh, Vengeance looks to Thelka, crawls on her shoulder, and goes, "Listen, Chad, we have to put this guy down." Uh, you know I don't like putting things down. <laughs> You know I don't like euphemisms. <laughs> I hate euphemisms for death. And mm. murder. Murder most foul. I guess it's, it's not, not murder, murder if it's the if right it's... thing to do. Um, so you make your way into the library, which you can see th- from sort of the painted ceilings with starscapes and stuff like that. Mm. It used to be a a wizard's library, but what was once probably a very impressive collection of, uh, excuse me, books and scrolls has been shredded to uh, practically confetti. Um, He threw a party in here. What kind of monster throws a book-breaking party? Do you know how expensive it is to make books in this era? This takes years to make all these books. Each, the printing press hasn't been invented yet, has it? Uh... I'd like to think we're probably in sort of a 16th century era. Okay, this is a little less awful, but it's still really sad. This is like right at the dawn of printing presses then. Yeah. Uh... So this would still be, have taken a long time to amass all of these books. One of the guards uh, sticks his head and is like, oh, yeah, uh, 
all of this craziness happened when the when a bishop from the Church of Gung came and visited the Duke. We we don't really know what he told him, but it, the first thing he did was order us to do this. Oh dear. And then like all all of that other bad stuff that we told you about. The Church of Gung. Yeah, they like hate magic or something, like a lot. And as you can see, all this bad stuff. Mm. The madness happened after this priest came here. Yeah, that's what I said. Seems like he was rather gun-ho. Like, like, leaves. <laughs> Seems like he was pretty gung-ho about it. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I don't know what to I don't know what to do now. You all won the, you the won the side. game. And we share it's we share a thud come from above. Just a <laughs> the Duke uh, just dies. You win. Episode over. No, but you see uh, between two bookshelves on the, the wall, there's a, a wrought iron spiral staircase. Um, dude really loves spiral staircases. I mean, I get it. They're pretty They're great. Super cool. Very space efficient. You just don't see this kind of craftsmanship anymore. Mm. Shall we go? Clang, 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 clang. His little forks. So the he um, probably has some sort of fork system on his paws as well, on his like back paws as well. That'd really <laughs> hurt though while he's holding on to Belko. It's like more stylistic. Idea. He probably has like little. Arm, armored paws that have like kind of vaguely forked shapes is probably more like it. I like the idea that he's got I don't know if either of you have ever seen Taxi Driver but he's got like the little rail thing with a s- fork attached to it up his sleeve he just <laughs> slings it out <laughs> I love that like the spring loaded things from Assassin's Creed he's got a marsupial pouch but it's in his arm and he's not a marsupial <sighs> or a female <laughs> So we're really not sure. We don't know what, what's going on. <laughs> Radiation question. <laughs> um, so you guys, so you get to the top of the uh, staircase. It actually is pretty impressive. It um, spirals up, and then where it meets the stone, it transitions from the wrought iron staircase to a stone staircase that leads up another like six or seven steps and to a wooden door in the uh Belka goes to instinctually knock and then stops and says, Right, crazy danger. We should <laughs> She like stick. goes to knock and catches her own arm and says <laughs> Ooh, can I haunt? You can haunt. Spooky. I'm gonna haunt I'm gonna fully haunt. I'm gonna use haunt twice. And kinda like me my the way into the room and uh I'll whisper before I, I go, listen, child, you will know to come in if you start hearing some terrible screams coming from either me or him. He kind of pulls out his forks and kind of just disappears through the door. And he is currently lurking surreptitious, surreptitiously. Uh, it's like, no, no matter how much I scream. Do not open the door. <laughs> He's saying Just the opposite feel- of that. He's saying, if I scream it out, please come. <laughs> it's like, 
hear a yelp and then a thump on the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so you uh, ghost your you ghost your way into the uh, the chamber, and there's a huge, luxurious-looking four-poster bed Ooh. dominating the space. Let's um, take that home. <laughs> <laughs> can we fit that into our hammer space? Um, there's a, like a thick, like again, very luxurious looking, uh, quilt comforter kind of thing, whatever a rich person in the, uh, 16th century would have on their bed, whatever you would call that. Furs. I don't know. A, a duvet. A duvet. Um, and there is sort of a pronounced hump, person sized hump in the middle of it. Hmm. He's going to stay stealthy cast vertical and just kind of like <laughs> and just kind of like lift him from the bed and bang him against the ceiling then down to the bed and back up to the ceiling and I'll cast uh, that at like five times the power if I need to okay I'll rule that you can do that I'm, uh, okay maybe uh, yeah five times the power so we use five full spell slots oh my god that's really ten times the okay. power to cast yeah, vertical I'll- Okay, yeah, you just like uh you cast it on him, so he like is pulled off of the bed by this invisible force and the blanket just sort of like folds in around him. You just hit him against the ceiling <laughs> and bounce him off of the bed and hit him on the ceiling again. Does he scream? Yes, he is Don't he comes is in the room <laughs> yelling. He's terrified. <laughs> Um, he took some damn. Like I literally used five spell slots to use that. Like yeah, take a. Uh, let's see. There's. I thought there were some stats in here for him. It was a half okay. like, half spell slot spell that I used ten times. Yeah. Um. We'll say deal. Uh, like two d six damage to him. Two d six. Come on, big money. Yeah. Oh crap! Can I? Can I reroll? No, I can't. You probably I, don't need to. I did three total. Okay. Yeah, so you, like, smack him against the wall and uh, or against the ceiling, and then he, um, the, he, like, stops and then falls out of the, uh, the comforter, which somehow is, like, I guess stuck to a nail or something that was <laughs> hanging out of the ceiling. Uh, and he falls down onto the bed, and he's like, please don't kill me! The church already said they were going to kill me if I didn't do what they asked. I don't want you guys to kill me, too. He's going to, like, jump out of his robe and, like, just go full, like, hard, like hardcore metal, like, full suit of armor, like, terrifying vengeance with, like, the silver uh, helmet on, knives at the, uh, not knives, forks at the guy's throat <laughs> and just goes, what did they tell you to do? They wanted me to... They told me to kidnap the children from the village, and they told me to destroy all the magic stuff, and then they told me to f- to start feeding the kids to that thing in the basement, and I just don't know. I don't want to die. Thelka's going to run over, and she's going to grab him by the lapels, and not that she can really lift him because she has noodle arms. Um, Vengeance just kind of like fo- like kind of slips down, but it's like, like kind of his balance, like slips down between the two of you. You've been feeding children to a monster? Where? 
First they said that they were going to kill me, and then the monster said that it was going to kill me, and now you guys are trying to kill me. I just don't know what to do anymore. Listen to me. Listen to me. If someone ever tells you to kill children, or they'll kill you, you die. You never hurt children like this. Is your life even worth living if you've murdered children? Um, yeah. Inserts one of his claws and just says, unless it's a devil child. I don't. Can devils ever be children? She's, I just kind of thought they were born. She just like devils. She, she just like lets go of him as you guys sort of go off on this diversion about devil <laughs> children. And it, um, once you let go of him, um, he pulls a, a ring out of his pocket and puts it on his finger and vanishes. Uh, as he does, she's going to whip around and cast ice and try to freeze him. Okay. Uh, roll a wisdom roll. Uh, roll for wisdom for me. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Dang it. I rolled above. Ooh, can I, so here's, wait, wait, can I, can I, can I roll? I'll cast double flute and just kind of throw it in his children's direction. <laughs> uh, sure. All right, what do I got to roll? Just roll dexterity to throw the flutes. Oh, can I do wisdom? <laughs> I mean, no, nah, it's easy to summon a flute. It's harder to hit somebody with a flute. I fail. Okay, so here's what happens. Um, he, like, slips the ring on. He's like, suckers! <laughs> you, like, hear footsteps leading away. Um, and you you cast ice, miss him, and hit the floor. You throw some uh, some flutes at him, which land on the floor in front of him. He slips on the ice and then rolls on the uh, flutes through. There's two doors, one next to each other. Um, he rolls through the door on the right, which appears to be the uh, the privy, and he just sort of like trips and falls into the uh, the privy. And just you just hear him go. <laughs> We've got to go save those children. Okay, here's what we're going to do. He's he just like staring. The... <laughs> Benji is just staring at what just happened. <laughs> just no reaction. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> just, just like, wait one second. I should process this. <laughs> There's no time. All right, you cast uh... vertical, and we'll head on the floor. And she'll like take out some chalk, and she'll draw a big circle. For them to stand on. You cast vertical, cast vertical. And I'll yeah. cast hasten to make us go faster. <laughs> and we do that. Wait. Uh, let's see. All right, so. Oh, yeah. I forgot about pieces of this adventure. Sorry. Oh, um, oh no. So, yeah, the, the door to the left is... Uh, you like open it up and it appears to be whatever his escape route is, which is also a hole leading downwards, but with a ladder instead of a poop chute. Hmm. Um, and you see sort of hanging on the inside of the door is a, uh, a large key. It looks like it may match the, uh, the padlock that was on the door down in the feasting hall. 
we will grab that and start. Well, do we just crash down into the library again? Um, should well, we take we the just... ladder instead? Should we retcon? Yeah, whichever you guys want to do. I mean, we can save the uh, the escape letter like slides all the way down through some sort of bizarre feat of architecture. You like fireman slide the down way, the ladder and land in the feasting hall. The best way to do it is probably like we we cast you know vertical haste and we just like take a circle of the stone and just kind of like drop into the library. And they're about to like run, like dash off in, towards the main hall. And Vengeance goes, "Oh wait, wait, wait! I forgot my wallet." And he kind of <laughs> runs you back a up. Wallet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How do I pay for stuff? And he uh runs back up. It's and normally he's, and he me kinda... paying for stuff, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he sees the door. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! We should do this instead." Come down. It it like doesn't even wait for it. He just like says we... that and then slides down the ladder, and she's like. Do what? <laughs> Still didn't see a wallet. I should follow. <laughs> uh, and Sorry. we're, I guess, heading towards the padlock to unlock that door. And say, yep. oh, should we take the guards with us and have, have them help us? Mm, yeah, I mean, they're they're willing to uh, come with you. It's just if you haven't gotten them killed yet, which is... More than what the Duke was trying to do. Uh, I'm going to choose to give them a vibrant feast to kind of rouse their spirits. Hey, this is pretty good. It better be. This is a lot, this is a lot better than the hardtack. Yeah. I meant to throw that away. Maybe don't eat it. I like how there's this like awkward picnic happening outside of like this really intimidating yeah. padlock door. Eat very quickly. But, We've got to save children. They've just like pulled down one of the uh, tapestries <laughs> and everybody's just sitting on it eating. The feast that you summoned come like summoned in a picnic basket, like a classic. Belko will basket. cast hasten on all of them. Hasten the feast so they all get to eat it. It's like, it's like those it's like those cartoons where it's like like just chewing down yeah. the entire sandwich. <laughs> and so before you stand, say a uh, door with a padlock. I will brandish the key and Buckle will unlock the door. You like touch the key to the lock and it unlocks. <laughs> Bink. It's like a, those card readers where you just tap now, just tap the key right. to the click, click on key. Then click on lock. <laughs> it like falls off and disappears like a video game. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so the door leads down into sort of a cellar-like area. And there's a hole that looks like it's been dug through the wall. And in the middle of the room is a some sort of ghoul... Uh, a blubbery gray mass of muscle and sinew um, still in possession of some shred of its humanity. Is there any... Uh, what are those things that hang down from caves? Stalagmites or stalactites. I never know which is which. Yeah, Stalag- are there any of those? Tights come from the top of the cave. Are there any stalactites and or mites? No. This apparently used to be 
the sort of torture dungeon. Mm. Um, there's like a a bunch of you know medieval torture equipment, but it's all been like bashed to pieces and repurposed as furniture. Oh. Presumably by the ghoul. Thilka is going to start casting Sculpt Snake, or at least she's taking her snake um, back around her, and she'll look at the ghoul and say, Are you the monster eating children? Well, I did eat the children. <laughs> but the, <laughs> Sorry. You know, the whole, the whole monster thing is really more of like a, uh, you know, a perspective deal. Um, you ate children. Yeah, I mean, but who's to say that somebody else wasn't going to eat those children? She'll mm, cast jerk. divine he... on the snake, and she'll send the snake uh, to attack. Wait, 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 and, and, and <laughs> wait! Can vengeance be like, whoa, 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 I have an idea. Do that, but in one second, and he wants to cast haunt to make him see the thoughts of all the children being devoured. Ooh. Experience the consequences of your actions. Well, well, well. If it isn't the consequences of my actions, when will you learn? <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, uh, make a wisdom check since you're trying to do it to an unwilling target. I have a, I rolled a one, and I have Ooh, an that's good. 18, that's good. so nice. that is um, a very successful thing. Yeah, so the ghoul, like, pauses for a second, and you see, like, his face kind of not really contort. He's just, like, blank for a second. He's like... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, you're right. I am a monster. Oh, man. Uh, do you want to turn yourself in and face the proper consequences of your actions? He's being held by a divine snake. <laughs> it's like slowly constricting him. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's just like basically sort of paralyzed by the uh, the realization of what he's done. He just doesn't even notice the snake yeah. wrapping around him. <laughs> Slowly munching on him, like, on the side yeah. of his face. He's just, like, slowly being devoured like an anaconda from the bottom. <laughs> just, but he's just, like, staring off in his face. Yeah, he's just like, man, I really am a monster. And uh, I shouldn't I, have ate those kids. They were so delicious, though. But, man, I shouldn't have done that. And it's just like the snake's mouth just closes around him. At, at some point, can we, like, grab some, like... uh manacles on the floor and just like throw them around his hands <laughs> like i mean he's inside the snake now oh well let's take him to the proper authorities <laughs> um you just like hear his voice echoing from inside the snake's mouth he's like thank you for helping me see the error of my ways uh what? if you go if you go uh if you go look inside that iron maiden in there there's like a a tomb or something in there. There might be some treasure or something. For sure. Uh, guys, can hold, like, make sure he doesn't get out of the snake and we'll take him to the proper authorities. <laughs> you, look, you look back at the guards for the first time since you've entered this room and their jaws are just agape. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we take him to not an evil cleric, they can bring the children back. Maybe. I mean, I have some spells like cadaver maybe there's some spell words that can save the children but in the meantime let's see what cool stuff's in here she'll open the iron maiden anyways let's check out all the swag <laughs> the kids aren't getting any deader you know <laughs> <laughs> 
right, so... Uh, th- that might be the funniest thing anybody said <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> well, the kids... I'm write that down. Well, the kids aren't getting, aren't getting any better. better. Rebecca... <laughs> Evans. Rebecca wins. Rebecca <laughs> wins the Amazon gift card. <laughs> Yay! I'm oh. gonna buy dice. Who? I don't know how books. we're gonna top that. We're gonna put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Is that where we should end the episode? <laughs> uh, no, we'll we'll finish this part out. So you uh, go over to the the Iron Maiden and open it up. And there's no spikes inside it. Instead, there's just a hole leading through the wall. Mm. It's the dimensions of a person, so you can walk mm. through it. Um, and it's a tomb, all right. And it looks uh, evil. Mm. Uh, evil as heck. Um, it is radiating some sort of green miasma. Uranium. Um the word that uh is that or methane the word that the adventure uses to describe it is antediluvian uh so Mm. this thing is old um the there's like an open stone casket and inside is a a skeleton wearing wizardly clothing uh, he's gonna he's gonna go ahead and stab him right through the chest cavity, like just to be safe. Okay, great. Uh, the book happens to have a contingent for just this uh, eventuality. Um, when when you disturb the uh, the body, uh, it begins to glow a pure bright white. Oh no! And it. Gets more and more intense. Distant I cadaver. I'm gonna cast distant cadaver to make the body go far away. I, 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 I tried to kill you. I tried to re-kill you. Um, unfortunately, this isn't a cadaver. It's a witch. So, ah. <laughs> huh. um, tracks. So, he, he uh, the body glows white, brighter and brighter as it engulfs you, and then the room beyond, and then the entire tower. And if there were anybody outside of the moor watching, they would see the entire tower glow white and then the glow fade and the spot where it stood on the moor is now empty. To be continued. Cut to two months later, you just see a courthouse and you see, uh, uh, you know, the, the goblin thing wearing a tie Standing before the judge, Ghoul. I really regret my actions. Uh, <laughs> I deserve to be locked up. And then you just see like Felco take like, the stand. No, it's not. It's not wearing a tie. It's like wearing the standard sort of uh, dirt bag court attire, where it's just like a poorly fitting button down shirt and khakis. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the stoat just wearing a, a suit, taking the stand. Oh, he definitely killed him. <laughs> uh, like there is bones everywhere. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Elkin Vengeance are once again being unwillingly transported to new environs. It's the oh, only great. way they get transported is unwillingly. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way Thelka and Vengeance get anywhere is against their will. 
<laughs> well, should we ever you know, need to do another one shot, you will hear the conclusion of this story. The continuation. There's no, there'll never be a conclusion. Dead. Slightly less Delk- dead. Delka yeah. and Vengeance Live are the type of they're the type of characters that don't really have a conclusion. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. We will be back Yay. with you guys next week. Hopefully um, with more Maywood. Yeah. yeah. Please like and subscribe and review us. That really helps us share us with your friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you would li- have any suggestions for names or adventures or systems that you want us to try, please feel free to reach out on any of our socials or to send us an email. I believe it's at minionsandmisfits at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can find us at podbean.minionsandmisfits.com. It's in the description. It's in the it's in the doobly doo. The doobly doo. The doobly doo. The thingamajig and the doobly doo. Anyway, thanks guys. We will talk to you guys uh, next week. Well, we'll talk at you guys. You guys won't be talking back. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not I mean, really a podcast. We won't be able to hear. We yeah, would love to hear from you, especially our German this listeners. Is, They're still. If this listening. is your first, <laughs> if this is your first time listening to a podcast, we talk. And you listen. But if you talk, we can't listen because we're not actually there with you. But you're welcome to talk. Like, Hopefully this has clarified things. But if you'd like, you can talk and you can play this back and it'll sound like we're listening. Mm-hmm. We'll do it right now. If yeah. you plan, if you plan well, out what you're going really to say, you can make it sound like you're part of the conversation. That's called a parasocial relationship. <laughs> we are now a weird social philosophy podcast. Yeah, we all developed way too many of those during quarantine <laughs> oh no oh. all right well we will see you guys well, this ending guys isn't later. getting any deader <laughs> <laughs> this medium isn't getting any deader <laughs> oh no uh that was fun <laughs> <laughs>